working on yours. Yep. Mm-hmm. Welcome, welcome. What's up, Casey Underground? Hey I forgot what I was going to say. Whoa, where am I? What is going on? Hey, can we set the stage real quick? We um, can. Besides the fact that Hudson's here, what's up, Hudson? Hello, hello, hello. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna give you a better introduction in just a second, but we have done almost two hundred episodes. We're very close. And you know what we've done the whole time? All audio. All audio. Recording it on Zoom as well. Yeah. And uh, and so we're we're uh, we're bringing up the game today, man. We're stepping it up. One time we recorded an episode without audio or video. <laughs> you remember that one? Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> that was really fun. Uh, that I was think actually, that's just called a conversation. <laughs> was that with Damien? Damien Girk. Yeah, I, think I remember so. that because we had yeah. a long time trying to set up an interview. We finally did it. We did the interview. We're, we're like, like, oh no, it didn't record. <laughs> Sorry, dude. We're gonna have to do that again. Um, so shout out Damien. Sorry about that. But anyway, so now we're using a different platform. Yeah, talk? and uh, and now we, you can actually. I mean, we're gonna be able to see this on YouTube. This we're is nuts. See some, you know, just some social media stuff, some highlights, some reels, whatever. We've been testing it all morning. Yeah, and we assume that it's gonna work. And the first time we ever do this, we also assume that people care about all of they, this. And they, of course, you guys do, because you're like, finally, I get to see what these guys look like. And I got to tell you guys, you're gonna be just really disappointed. disappointed. <laughs> it's gonna be. A, it is going to be very, very sad for you. But all that being said, that's why we brought in um, the male model. We brought in Hudson to balance yeah, it Hudson. out. Part of it is because Hudson is like 6'6 six, six or something. How tall are you? Don't cheat me. I'm 6'7". Six, 6'7". Seven. Six, seven. Oh, don't cheat me. And you kind of have a Hulk Hogan um, complexion as well. A what? Complexion? Hulk Hogan. Do you know Hulk Hogan? Uh, I do. I do. Yeah. So I you do. just you kind of have that look. And everyone can confirm that right now because they're seeing it on video. Check it out on YouTube right now at... I've got no I don't. Idea. I have no idea. Either. Assuming we're gonna have. A I was told to do this, so I set it up. I don't Man. know what happens now. No, nah, I appreciate it. So, hey Hudson, um, let me give you a little, just a quick highlight of where we've been. Right, we've been in this larger study of looking at the you know characteristics of gospel movements Bro, and we urban hit our mics every time. Yeah, too. Brian makes fun of me, it. but he's not gonna make fun of you for it. Um, and, but everyone can see it. Everyone's gonna see. Oh, you no. Make fun of me. <laughs> this is amazing. I would never do that to Brian. Um, actually, I can always just do this. If you're just listening, I'm about to step off. That was intense. <laughs> uh, no one has any idea what I just did. Um, I think most people are like, these are awkward individuals. Now that they're being recorded, they don't know what to do. So anyway, gospel movements, urban settings. Last week, we talked about how Jesus raised up leaders in a servant-hearted way, not just necessarily let's raise up the new, the, the, the stars, the uh, mm-hmm. the celebrities. And we just feel like that's very different than some of the ways that we've done it in the Western world. Um, but in movements, man, it's 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 different. And so we're trying to get, hey, what who's a local leader who embodies this? And my friend Hudson Young is what came to my mind. So Hudson, before we even go into any of that stuff, who are you? What's a little bit of your background? How'd you come to know Jesus? We'll give it, you know, just give you a few minutes to be like, who are you? Who's Hudson Young? My my background varies quite a bit. I've never had a true, like if you had to class me as something, you wouldn't really be able to, uh, you know, I'm, I grew up in a, in a really big family with a lot of siblings, four brothers, four sisters, kind of fall in the lower middle in that, um, grew up in South Kansas city, Missouri, my entire life, um, was I grew up on the poverty side for sure so that sculpted a lot of my mm-hmm. upbringing and so on and so forth um quickly ran into the criminal lifestyle um which 
started at about 11. The tendencies started much earlier than that. Mm -hmm. Um, The tendencies as in like being um, from like the disruptive person in in kindergarten to Mm. much, much further. So uh, the criminal lifestyle started at about 11. Tendencies started earlier. Um, Went until I was about 19 and um i had a drastic switch um had been going been in jail and in the court system since i was probably about 14 and would be in in jail every every summer nothing changed through that learned how to be a better criminal um and at 19 i had a drastic switch and um i think it was i turned maybe it was i don't know whatever age i was um I got out of jail February 2018, and um, my dad had been going to a uh, program called Share the Hope, um, filled with a bunch of guys and gals that have either been in jail, prison, or something like that, and um, so, you know, he's like, hey, these people have been praying for you, and I had a a drastic healing through Mm -hmm. these Mm -hmm. prayers. And so, you know, out of respect for my, my dad, um, I decided to come cause I don't connect with Christians. I don't connect with, um, any of that stuff. So it was just really like, eh, but out of respect for my dad, I was like, whatever, I'm going to come. And, uh, so I came to this group that's in the back of a coffee shop, uh, Homer's coffee shop in Overland Park, Kansas. Yes, shout out, shout out. Um, but no, uh, so I, I went, I went there and it was just completely different. Um, not the normal people that I would, the normal people that I would think. Hey, and everyone could see you put up the air quotes that's because right. we're on yeah. video. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, keep going. It <laughs> yeah. was normal. You got to yeah. talk with your hands. That's right. Now we can see it. This is amazing. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, so the the normal people, I'm going to do it again for emphasis. Um, there wasn't the normal people that I would think. And um, mm. tell me what normal is, first off. And then uh, second off, so it was just really comforting. Uh, there was a lot of transparency. It wasn't just one person telling you, hey, this is how you should live and this is what you should do. Mm. Um, I don't think I would have received that. Um, I came in high um, and so on and so forth. So I just is have it, been. Is that like a requirement to come in high? James, I'm sorry. James has talked about his story. But he <laughs> okay, also came okay. in high. Um, and yes, yes, it is. It's, <laughs> it's, it's a requirement. N- not a requirement, not encouraged, <laughs> but um, it is encouraged if that's what's keeping you from coming. But anyway, so uh, yeah, yeah. I've been completely transformed by Christ. Um, and now I'm just running, uh, running after Christ. I was what I say, walking with Christ for about two years. And I've been running with Christ for about four, mm, man, so, that's beautiful. Uh, man, six I, years and I've been completely transformed. Dude. Amen. So yeah, it's, it's actually fun. Cause I was one of those guys who was praying for you. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so I got to know Ted a little bit, um, your that's dad. Your dad. Okay. Um, yep. yeah. Con- and context. Yeah. Yeah. yeah <laughs> sorry. And uh, my thought of my mental picture of Ted is always to come in with you like, um, Paint all oh sorry, paint all over his his jeans and just coming from work and he was coming Saturday mornings, um and dude I remember when you first started coming, because one is this like you know, nineteen year old six seven uh just like you had long 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 luxurious hair. yeah just like uh, luxurious is the right word um and you were i remember at the time you were kind of living with your girlfriend and you would you kind of put this uh just be I remember on like for probably a few months or a year i don't remember i just remember kind of you put on this like uh hey i'm gonna try to be a good, good person type of thing yeah, right yeah. and then something happened in you 
and I don't know what it is, but there was something that maybe that's when you're Jesus. saying, Jesus, yeah, <laughs> but something happened in your uh, walk with the Lord where you changed relatively drastically pretty quickly, at least from my perspective. That's what I remember. And I don't know if you have any, like, this is what Insight. happened. Yeah. Or, or if like, you think that, you know, my observations are correct, but what, what did you, what happened? How would you describe that kind of walk to run transition? So, um, I definitely can agree with the good person thing, but that started <clears throat> much, much before uh, my encounter with share the hope that mm -hmm. started at about 16 years old. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, I noticed I was a piece of crap older brother piece of crap son all these things and so i was like man i'm gonna try to be a better person so mm. i was i was doing good things from society's eyes and from a drug dealers and a criminal side i'm you know doing great things in my opinion and i'm mm. being a better person i'm being nice to people i'm respecting people and at the same time i'm not but um i was doing it in the wrong ways totally. and so um that started much sooner and then i was learning better ways being christ-like how to operate in the good mm good person thing yeah. and um so i would say the the switch happened when i found a dead end right it was like all right mm -hmm. so i'm no longer can I can't continue like this and have true progression, right? So it's mm -hmm. like all right, you when you you mentioned basketball earlier, when you learn how to dribble, you only get so far with your right hand. Mm -hmm. You're going to have to go to your left hand. Mm -hmm. And then you're going to have to transition, then you're going to have to know when to transition and so on and so forth. So yeah. um I, I found a dead end with my right hand and I'm like, all right, well, let's let's switch it up. Let's find something different. Mm -hmm. And um what I like to say is in my criminal lifestyle, I was putting 100% forth, right? Mm -hmm. So I need to do the same for this Christ, this, um, this Christ life, this walk with Christ. Yeah. So, um, and that's kind of been my, my heart cry ever since. It's if I, if I can put 100% into um, doing bad, then I need to be able to put 100% into doing good and doing good correctly yeah. mm -hmm. with Christ and Christ-led. Yeah, man, that's so good. Man, I got lots of thoughts, but maybe let's transition into just that idea then of servant leadership. So some point over the handful of years, man, so that's really been that long, man. Um, sometimes you just realize you're a little bit older than you thought. Welcome. And maybe it's because you look at the screen and you're like, man, I'm older than I thought. No, uh, I don't look so good. Like, there's way too much gray hair. For I was about to say the gray I hair thought, is glistening man, in the light. Whoa, but, but they're so, you just imagine the wisdom. Now you don't even have to imagine. You can see the wisdom. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Um, so part of leadership development. Is what I'm thinking about now. So at some point in that those those years, you started stepping in more than just hey, a participant. You started kind of being invited into leadership, um, and I just love to hear how that happened, what that started to look like, what what leadership has looked like for you uh, in Share the Hope and just in general, because you you take on a lot of leadership roles in that network. I mean, you're, Hudson's probably like he probably has connected to all the you know, different share the hopes to all the leaders, like from my perspective. So, so maybe walk us through what, it how you started becoming a leader and what that looked like. So, uh, first things first, I think that Christ has created every man to be a leader and to what facet is what is important, whether that be a leader of your household, whatever that is. So, um, every, every man, um, of God is a leader in some facet. So finding out what form what to what extent I was a leader was important. I've always been a leader in the yep. criminal lifestyle. I've been a leader, so on and so forth. Yep. Not necessarily a pioneer, but something like it. So, um, I have, even as a participant, I still feel like I'm a participant more than a leader. Um, mm -hmm. because th that to me is, is the yep. way to do it from, from organic origins. So, um, uh, 
it arose actually the first time it was asked when we were over Zoom, kind of like this, where I can see people's faces and um, we're mm. together right now. But um, when we were separate, you know, COVID shut everything down. I travel for work. So um, I was in a completely different state. And these people were like, hey, uh, you should bring the you should bring the the word next week. And I'm like, nah, I'm good for like four <laughs> weeks. And you know, I'm a, I'm a participant, right? I'm just talking. I'm good. <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm, I'm good. I'll pass. No, you thank know? you. But yeah. No, thank you. Um, so, you know, it just got to the point where, um, you know, I was like, eh, am I just saying this cause I don't want to or what? And I didn't want to, um, I be mm. truly believed in the participant side of things. It's like, is it get, is this going to get to where it's too churchy? So on and so forth. And I was like, eh, no, whatever. Cause uh, I've been doing individual studies and like I getting familiar with the word long before I was asked. And, um, it was almost kind of like a, a compliment thing us in the Western society. We don't take compliments. Well, so when somebody says, Hey, do you want to do this thing that is recognized as something good? Then you're like, Oh no, I don't want to, because it's a form of a compliment. Yeah. 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 I'm good. And yeah. it's a form of a compliment. And so, um, I, uh, was like, no, no, I'm good. And after like five weeks of being asked, I was like, all right, what the heck? And brought something and, um, and kind of never really looked back from there. Um, and it just, again, kind of happened organically is we felt the desire and the need for, um, you know, I don't call it backup or, or anything like that. I call it, um, uh, reinforcements. So like people mm -hmm. are saying you're, you're training up the, you're training up your replacements as far as like your your kids and stuff like yeah. that. And we're not training up replacements. We're training up reinforcements. Mm. So with these leaders that we already had in place, these facilitators, I don't even like the word leader, um, mm. these facilitators that we already had in place, um, I was kind of a reinforcement for that. And so it was just yeah. um, reinforcement in a good word, not in like a yeah, you know, yeah. bodyguard type right, thing. Right. But yeah, um, so that's kind of how it arose. And, um, and then I've just been jumping and running into it for more and more since yeah. and dude that's so yeah. good so brian yeah i'm what i'm gonna ask you to <laughs> hey you shrink away uh first of all i just want to say the duct tape on your microphone looks really good yeah and you know just that screen zoomed in look there, man so. we we pull things together here we're we're <laughs> grassroots we're do you remember when we did that one like ten minute Giving Tuesday yeah. podcast and the audio completely? <laughs> it was probably this mic. Yeah, it was probably that mic, and it's probably the reason why we we're raising money. Yeah, is because of that mic. So I uh, just want everyone to see that. But what do you hear, Brian? In the way that Hudson just talks about leadership, because I think a lot of the things that he is saying is just absolutely reiterating the things that we were talking about last podcast. But what what are you hearing? Yeah, I don't have a question. Sometimes we do these interviews and Corey brings somebody that I've never met before and I'm completely unprepared with questions. I'm just like, this story is awesome. You should keep talking, yeah. uh, which is a little bit where I am today. Um, I, I love hearing your story. The, the reinforcement word is like what I really hear you saying is yeah. like a, a rewriting of your narrative in the sense of, I don't know the, your backstory. I don't know why you were disruptive or pursued that lifestyle that you were talking about. It sounds like your dad had some of that as well, though. No, no, that kind of. He ended no. up in Share the Hope. Yeah, but like so the the this is there's some similarities. There's some similarities. Yeah, yeah, but like you're you're looking at another group of people and saying like, man, I I want I want a chance to be raised up as a son that knows how to lead. 
Mm. I want to give that away to somebody else. I want them to know like what it means to be a true son that like walks in the ways of Jesus. Mm. And I don't know if you feel that way, but I sense that from you as you're talking about how you're inviting others to like, it's that language that Paul uses of, I want you to come follow me as I follow Christ. Right. And I want you to fully step into that and feel the freedom to like see the p- full potential of who you are. Mm-hmm. I think early on, uh, this is just me reflecting back yeah. into your yeah. story. You realized you're a leader, mm-hmm. whether you're leading poorly or whether you're leading well. It's like people are following you, right? I mean, there's that sense of, um, even now it's like you have some grace that others are willing to go. I trust that dude. Now it might be because you're six, seven and you have an imposing figure. Um, but anyway, it's, it's such a beautiful, like you you just are this. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I'm saying with that? Mm -hmm. Like, it's not something the world, the world side and the Jesus side, like the world side, you have influence. And I'll talk about people like in the share the hope world a lot. I was like the best leaders, Man, they're just leading them the wrong way. They're, they're, well, they're already doing it because yeah. there's like some grace on your life for yeah. that. Um, when we talk about helping people understand their mission, their masterpiece mission, mm-hmm. we ask them to not only think of their spiritual gifts, but their natural gifts. Exactly. Like, what are yeah. the things, like when you look at David and his life in scripture, it's like he was, he has these natural gifts of like playing music and mm-hmm. singing before yeah. people. And like Saul is soothed by this. It's like mm-hmm. a natural gift, but it also becomes this spiritual gift that like he's writing all these Psalms that help us worship the Lord. Mm-hmm. I just, I'm again, I don't have a question. I'm just acknowledging all of like, that question mark. What yeah. do you think? Practical yeah. implications for spirit led life. Yeah. 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 So like, I think, I think also some of the things that are jumping out to me um, is that your leadership development, quote unquote, uh, was participatory. Right. You know, it was like you were modeling or you were you were replicating what was modeled for you. Mm. Right. Like so when it's like, hey, bring the word uh, in the the share the hope world. What bringing the word means is usually testimony in a, a scripture. Right. But the it's not a lot. You don't have to go and say you don't have to have a 20 minute sermon prepped. Right. It's usually like this scripture hit me this week and then we kind of DBS it and we just yeah. like we all sit in it and we look at it. And, and uh, I don't know. My experience in the Share the Hope world is like you bring a scripture and then everyone's going to just like, you know, it's like bringing the carcass and all the animals. Like we just start <laughs> chomping on it, dude, because it's rich and it's good. And it actually takes a lot of pressure off any leader, quote unquote, who's le- who's leading the actual discussion because you're like, hey, this hit me this week. What do you all think? And then, boom, people really, really jump on it. But I think that you were it was modeled for you. Right. And then so you stepped into a role of leadership that wasn't. Uh, probably the mental picture that we had of what leaders are. It's why you like to use the word facilitator or, you know, fellow participant, right? Because even the feel of leading in that way, I think is a little bit better, more Jesus-y. So I don't know, does any of that make sense? Confirm, deny, what do you think? So the, um, the, what you're saying about the feeling, just so that I can have a deny applied here. Um, <laughs> uh, you said like the feeling of, of leadership is why the 
reason that I don't like using the word leadership is purely because it is Holy Spirit led. Mm -hmm. So it's Holy Spirit led. That's the animals going for the carcass right there. So that's, that's the, the Holy Spirit led thing. The facilitator is, Hey, you've been talking for 20 minutes and this guy's had his hand raised for 15, (laughs) you know? So like, that's where the facilitator comes in. And then it's the provoking thought, you know what I mean? The, like I asked you guys, you said you have a lot of similarities and a lot of differences. The thought provoking question that I asked was, do you guys disagree on your similarities or your differences? Those type of things are what come with the facilitating on, yeah. on my side. Like so, I I like to provoke the thought, um, get get our our brain ticking. You know what I mean? Because totally. so often, even in in That's, scripture group, we can be yeah. like, man. That's that's true. Uh huh. Yep. Yeah. Uh huh. Yes. Yeah. Feed it's me, easy. teacher. It's Feed easy. me. I was gonna say that's actually the way of Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. He. Yeah. I mean, he teaches. There's without a doubt the master teacher. There's nobody better than Jesus in that. Come on. But more often than not, he's going. Um, you know, there's those moments of you've heard it said, but I tell you, where it's mm-hmm. like yeah. I am going to reform your brain right yeah. now. Yeah. Um. But there's how many times is he like hundreds of times? How, how do you uh? Yeah. How do you feel about that? Mm-hmm. And this, it's not a but why <laughs> thing, What do you though, think? You know what I mean? Because you you'll get the people. But but why? But why? But yeah. why? That, that just gets annoying. You know what I mean? Yeah. He does it in a in a gracious, uh, stri- almost strategic way to to get people to their brains to tick to, for yeah. them to think. Absolutely. And, it's and, I think yeah. too. You're saying it's it's not in a jerk way where yeah. he has. I don't even necessarily think he has an agenda to get you to something. Like I read something, yeah. uh, shout out to some a friend of ours locally that posted this yesterday. Of if you're asking leading questions, that's disingenuous. Like if you know where you want mm. them to get, like just mm. say what you want. Come on. <laughs> you know? Come yeah, on. Yeah. But um, with Jesus, he asks these thought provoking questions, and he's not actually trying to get them to agree with him or get to a certain space. It really is, I think, just this posture of like Jesus gives us the freedom. You know what I mean? Like when he asked, like when you asked us that you weren't, you didn't, you didn't want us to give you an answer that was like what you hoped or expected. Mm -hmm. You're just curious. Yeah. Yeah. I think that posture of curiosity is like, that's Mm -hmm. part of being a really good. That's really, I I think it's part of being a good servant leader uh, is because you're not taking on that role of, I have all the answers. Let me lead you there. Mm -hmm. And we've talked about this so many times, but I just always want to go back to it. The, the way of Jesus in the way that he taught, a third of the things he said was parables. Yeah, It's like he purposefully confused people or like he told the story and made them be like, hmm. Like, and the only way to understand it is to lean in more, yeah. is to pursue the the one who's saying it more, like to, to engage the mystery more. And I think that's a lot of what you're saying. You see his shirt? Did you read it? We aren't called oh, to be like other Christians. We are called to be like Christ. So um, now, the whole time I've been reading that thing and like, did you intentionally wear that shirt we today for this? Yeah, like bring that oil stains on it. It's like an everyday <laughs> shirt. But so I do want to really quickly before we get too far, recant what I was just Uh-oh. saying. So I said the word curious and I should have said the word care because he didn't he wasn't curious about it. He cared about it. He cared about our response. You know, I often say. If I'm going to ask you, hey, how's Corey doing? I'm just curious. But if I want to know how you're doing, I'm going to ask you. So if I'm curious, mm. I'm going to ask you. If I care, I'm going to ask you. Mm. And so he, he, didn't, he wasn't curious yeah. about yeah. 
this thought-provoking question. He cared about the answer to the thought-provoking yeah, question. Yeah, good, bro. So, yeah. Okay, so here's something that's come to my mind. Is, is So in one sense, we're talking a lot about leadership in terms of just how a meeting goes and what your role yeah, is facilitating. Yeah. Yes, that's part of leadership. But, dude, you function as a leader. Um, you know, I know you don't like that word, mm-hmm. but you did say too earlier, bad. Yeah, yeah, you, you yeah. did say earlier that all all followers of Jesus yeah, have this yeah. this role of leadership in some capacity. Um, I want to know what what that looks like for you in in the every uh, all, the every day of life in the Share the Hope Network. Like when you're hanging with people, you're pursuing people, you're texting guys, you're calling. Like, what does leadership look like in that sense? So um, to to answer transparently, it's the desire to have control. For real, I can relate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, um, it's the desire to have control, and and then the Holy Spirit comes in and says, "No, that's not how that's happening. That's not how that's supposed to work." Amen, um, and and um, systemized structures are fantastic, and they work really well. Um, and sometimes things just need to flow, but things don't flow well without you know this being in place, this being in place and this being in place. And sometimes Mm. that is a right here, right now we figure it out type thing. You know, I love, uh, uh, captain Jack Sparrow. He's a go with the flow guy. There's this imagery in my head where he's running around on this, uh, like, uh, wheel wheel. and he's got this jar of ashes and he's like, they're like, how are you doing this? And he's like, I don't know. Figure it out as I go. (laughs) And that's the the way that I like to to lead is figure it out as I go and, and let the Holy spirit discernment, uh, come in and so on and so forth. And I know these are very vague, not answering the questions answers, but, um, I actually want to push on something now before you finish. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, not not push on it, but like ask more. Brian's about, a pusher. Ask, ask more about your feelings in that, because like you started with, transparent is desire for control. Mm-hmm. What you're saying that you like, because the Holy Spirit is working in you and reforming you and all those things is like mm. I'm just sort of figuring it out as I go. Those are two very disparate ideas. Though. Yeah. Like what's that doing internally when you try to live that way? So the the control thing uh, sparks from from my childhood. It's like if you know, um, it's like if I didn't do it, it wasn't getting done. Type thing from very rudimentary needs to um, uh, yeah, very large scale things. So the control is if I don't do it, it's not going to get done. Type thing. Um, and then the go with the flow is because that's how things arose. I needed to control it as it arose. I didn't know what was going to happen and when it was going to happen. So often in, um, in our lives, we are able to, you know, just go and, uh, and then we have a stockpile. I don't know where I'm going with this. We have a stockpile of things that we can just turn to and turn to. Right. And, um, mm-hmm. so at some point there's not going to be that abundance and through this abundance idea there we have this um assurity we have a you know ah i can sit back and just hang out but um through the um through the go with the flow type thing it's not always like that the the situations are come right now i'm not prepared for it i don't know what i'm doing and that's also kind of where um the controlled um the sinful desire for control arises is because I come from such a chaotic yeah. life yeah, yeah. that it's like I thrive in the chaos. So that's why the go, the flow is, is <laughs> yeah. easy. Yeah. But then I want to know 
yeah. what's happening. So that's where the control happens. And I know I want to know where this is going. So that's where the control comes in. So there's not really necessarily stuff like, like, you know, I'm not sitting here like crying myself to sleep that I want to have control and am yeah, I yeah. go with the flow type of person. It's just, um, it sounds like Jesus part of my is, makeup almost. Yeah. It sounds like he's reforming that in you as well though. Like what I'm hearing you say is like, there are guys, I don't know gals whatever that are following you in this world though they're mm -hmm. like this is a safe person that's mm -hmm. like um giving me space that cares for me deeply mm -hmm. i mean is that what you're saying that's what you see in I'm, that i'm saying so maybe we haven't said this out loud enough that you are an amazing leader and you're leading in a better and different way than sometimes we mm -hmm. uh what we celebrate as leadership and in some ways, you are very much a leader as in the rest of the world sees a leader, right? You've got some charisma. You've got some influence. you got all that good stuff. Um, so that's cool. But I don't think it's the things that Jesus celebrates in leadership. Yeah. I think the things that Jesus celebrates in models is servant-heartedness, right, is pursuing people, loving people, even all the ways you've corrected us. Now, it's caring, not curiosity, <laughs> yeah, yeah. right? All that stuff. It's like that's you're, you're literally modeling and talking about the things that we're trying to get across in this podcast is that – we're developing leaders who serve like Jesus, and and we um, elevate people, quote unquote, you know, like in in roles and influence that show more and more of that. Mm -hmm. Not because they have the best sermon or that you, you know they're, they're so charismatic in their personality, that everyone's drawn to them. It's like, no, man, we wanna we wanna raise up those who will serve the quickest people to get on their knees and this wash some feet, right? Um, and I would just like so that's one. Two, and I know as we're as we're kind of starting to wind down here, um, I was I mean we've talked about that idea of mall leadership M A W L mall uh, kind of like you put a carcass in the middle we mall mall it right yeah. Um, yeah. and you oh. may I don't know if you've ever heard me talk about this Hudson but it's just like a common acronym where when you're raising up leaders you're going to model it for a while then you're going to maybe assist you're going to come alongside them as they do it. Um, you're going to watch for a while. You're going to maybe step back and, and see see leadership happen. And then you're going to leave, right? Like, because you have all these reinforcements and it doesn't all depend on you. And that's one way to reproduce leadership in various contexts. Um, I just think you've modeled a lot of that. Uh, maybe you didn't even mean to, but you have lived into it and modeled that in a variety of ways. So uh, it's funny that you say the mall thing, W-A, M-A-W-L, mall. I don't even if, know if I spelled that right. The second time I corrected myself, but anyway, so um, you got it. Uh, it. It's this this idea. I, I continue to talk about in the past, but it's a uh, um, you know when you don't have an example, when you don't have a structure, you figure mm. stuff out, right? Yeah. So a lot of it was the figuring stuff out. So it's like you know there was stuff I didn't like, you know. Mm. So I'm not going to do that. That was more of the mall. It's like I don't like this, so that's not that's in your what I'm own personal do. life. Is that you talking about? Like, no, I'm as talking about in 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 uh, the leadership realm, oh, in yeah, my yeah, own yeah. life, and, yeah, and yeah. just everywhere. Totally. Uh, well, so like the past stuff was um, in uh, in my personal, but the, through the the leadership yeah. environments that I'm in, it's like I don't like the way you did that. I don't like that. Yeah. I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> I'm not gonna do that. It yeah. wasn't even so much of man, that's so great. That's how I'm gonna apply this in my life. It huh. was. I don't like that. I'm not going to do that. I don't like that. I'm not going to do that. And, you know, I, 
Uh, you'll hear me I love the preach about you'll hear me preach and I don't <laughs> preach often about creepy Christians. Yeah. And um I feel like more people turn people away from Christ and to Christ. So when I mm. see the um responses from what I don't like, then it's like, okay, then so let's see because through the heart, like you were saying, servant or whatever you said, um, um, there's there's the heart to bring people to Christ and, and leadership. And there's three types of people um, in the ministry that I'm involved in. Helpers, the people mm. that give help and get help, mm. and then the people that need help. Mm. And if you're not falling in the middle, then I want to ask, where's your heart in it? Mm. Because if you're just helping people then it's not happening, right? Mm. If you're just getting help, then it's not happening. Yeah, and then if you're helping and getting help, then it's happening. And mm. so that's where the leadership thing is. A lot of it's from experience, lived experience. Like, oh, crap, what I yeah. you know, did right here did not work, and I got shunned for it or whatever. <laughs> you know, And I don't really care necessarily about the responses as far as like that goes. But, um, mm. yeah, does that answer your question or am I blabbering? You can, no, it can be yes to both. Yeah. Okay. No, dude, that's perfect. That's so good. I think I think you're right. I mean, that's just the the, the natural uh, reality of leadership development too. Is you learn from the good, you learn from the bad, yeah, and you're yeah, like, yeah. I ain't gonna be like that. Um, but I just like I I wanted to highlight that you you were and even in the way that you've been raised up as a leader, like it was it wasn't it was because you were kind of invited into the story and you got to be like an influencer and, and now like. You really, you really do have significant leadership roles within, uh, with for a lot of people, and your character is really awesome. You love Jesus a lot. You've been doing it for a long time, um, and you like you are an inside leader. Like you've been there, done that. Like you can talk to people who, especially in the share of the hope world, and be like, yeah, like been there, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, you can like it's it's not like me who I'm an outsider who be like, hey, let me. How about you? Can you talk to Hudson? Because <laughs> right? he knows what you're talking about, right? Um, so I just, I don't know, man. I just like appreciate that about you as a leader. So I think you just, yeah, I don't know. You are, you are in many ways the example of what we've been talking about last week. So that's why I bugged yeah, you. Yeah. Um, so I appreciate you coming in, man. Yeah. Like, Brian, any last words from you before we ask for Hudson's last words? Nope. I just want to hear Hudson's last words. Hudson, you have last words. Like, think of it. You're speaking to Kansas City. You're speaking to a bunch of missionaries and microchurch leaders and bunch of the hope normal people. people. Yeah, not not all the paid Christians. You're talking <laughs> to like like yourself. You got a job and you're yeah, you're serving right. and you're leading. Um, like, dude, what would you have? What do you feel like? You know, like maybe the Lord would have for you to communicate to us. Do not be conformed by the patterns of the world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Mm. Uh, that mm. has been the heart cry for me for so long. Mm. Don't conform to these normal mm. things be transformed through that and mm. then and then you know the ministry that i walk into most boldly is the ministry of the here and the now um that's where you're at and that's when you're going to be there wow. so embrace where you're at right now don't think oh you know this this form of how i address or this way that i address person this person isn't right at least you address the person. So just mm. address people, love Christ, give grace, and uh, mm. yeah, go out and show the baby. Amen. Amen. Do you have anything else? No, that was good. Bum, 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 bum. Yeah, <laughs> that's it, man. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Underground Podcast. 
We hope that it's either been an encouragement to you or that it's created a curiosity about what it means to live into a missionary mindset with an aim to make disciples and see the church emerge. If you're a missionary or a microchurch in Kansas City and you're looking for coaching or just belonging within a network, we'd love to connect with you so we can learn about what you are doing and how you are joining Jesus for gospel saturation in this city. If you're outside the Kansas City area and have questions about what it would mean to catalyze a disciple-making movement that leads to the emergence of microchurches and every network within your city, we'd love to connect with you as well and offer whatever resources might be helpful to you. You can find out more at kcunderground.com. Grace and peace, friends.